0: This is Datum or Ditchum, the dating show that debates whether a couple's first date is a home run. You are everything I never knew I always wanted. Or a run for home. To
1: call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people.
0: And now the host of Datum or Ditchum, The Date Doctor, Jamie Blazinski.
1: Hi, it's Jamie Blazinski. That came out really loud. Hi, it's Jamie Blazinski. Welcome to another episode of Date More Ditch. I'm here with my husband, Eric. Hi, everybody. We're going to answer your questions about love, dating, and relationships. We also have this going live on Facebook right now, at least for the first few minutes until we cut them out and entice them to join uh, and subscribe to our podcast. But those of you who are listening and not part of the Facebook group, go to the Date Doctor on Facebook because it's always entertaining to watch the chats and uh, everything else going on in there. We have like 4,200 singles in there. All right, so what's going on, Eric?
2: Uh, okay. So you want to start? Just jump into the stuff that's on the Facebook page here.
1: Yeah, you want to talk about the survey first?
2: Survey says I wish I had a. Okay, so I've got the um, the soundboard back, so that's good. So I get things Stop like.
0: Stop it or I'll bury you alive in a box.
2: So it came out quiet, didn't it? Hmm. I don't know. I can't hear I
0: guess it. Mine's Larry. I brings the ruckus to the ladies.
1: Sounds good to me. I'll turn that up a little bit. These are sound effects that we could have prepped prior, but we're not exactly. Ooh, okay. So why is that so quiet? All right.
2: Why is that so
1: quiet? Because good podcast is not oh, testing equipment. Oh, because
2: I ducked it down. Yeah, Okay.
1: All right. So what we are talking about today, one of our first topics is this survey that I have posted. Does it show up on your screen, Eric? Mm-hmm. So I was asking people, why. what do you think is the number one reason people are still single? And I only gave people options that were helping them to look at themselves. Because we can only change ourselves. You can't change somebody else. Do you uh, want me to read it? I want Eric to read it, but I want to prep, prep first. And I want to say, so we can only change ourselves. So if you think the reason you're still single is because the entire population of the opposite gender has a problem, well, then it's hopeless, right? There's nothing Probably. you can do. Yeah. If you're a woman and the reason you're single is because all men are jerks mm-hmm. or all women have high expectations or nobody gives you, and it's always someone else's fault, I guess you got to give up.
2: So it's you.
1: Yeah, so I gave a bunch of answers that you could choose from, and of course there were some people in the thread that added their own which was blaming everybody else. So we're going to uh we're going to talk about this. So go ahead, what were some of the op- what were the top
2: Why some- don't I read the question? Go. And the and the options? I'm listening. <clears throat> All right. What do you think is the most common reason singles struggle to find a match? Feel free to choose multiple options. Uh-huh. See, now these people can't hear me.
1: Oh, they can only hear me?
2: Yeah. They probably barely can hear you, too.
1: Oh, wow. Can you guys hear Eric or I? See, I don't know why you think they can't hear Because when I do, let me know in the uh, Facebook group if you can hear Eric or myself talk. If not, I will just uh, end this live video. All right. It's delayed like 15 seconds. So you go and I'll decide what to do with Facebook. We're about to be dog bombed.
2: probably need to push this audio to there somehow.
1: It's okay. Go ahead. Just do what you were doing. We'll figure out. Remember what I asked you was don't talk okay.
2: about. <laughs> Thanks. What do you think is the most common reason that singles struggle to find a match? Feel free to choose multiple options. Option number one, low self-esteem. Option number two, fear.
1: No, don't give me Op- options. Tell me the top ones. Well,
2: there's only four.
1: Okay, go ahead. Give me the options, honey.
2: Option number 3, bad dating habits, and number 4, negative beliefs. Low self-esteem is the highest with 91 people. 91, 92, 93, 94 people. 90 people say say fear. 50 people say bad dating habits and um 32 35 people say negative beliefs
1: you know it really is all often many of those combined i mean bad dating habits come from insecurities and negative beliefs and things like that mm-hmm. but there was a comment it was a video comment in the thread and it talked about high expectations and it was sort of saying that everybody else has a high expectation and there's actually a video that goes along with this that a couple of people tried to post it in the date doctor group and then somebody posted it in the comments and um it's sort of saying that that's our dog in the background. He makes funny noises. It's sort of saying that everybody has these options. You know, if, if something isn't going perfectly well in the relationship, that you are just a fingertip away from a flawless filtered photo where you have a better option. And it's sort of suggesting that the reason people are single is because, again, putting it on everyone else, because everybody else might have a better option. Or maybe it's putting it on yourself because you think there's a better option. Hmm. But most people now know that they are filtered photos and that they are not real people. And what looks like a better option is not always a real option. People are onto this now. Most people don't want to go back out there and be single. Most people want to get off of those sites. But there's a lot of people that think, oh, I can't... I can't get into a committed relationship because everyone thinks there's one thing better and they want to go back out there and find it. And I'm not finding that in my clients. I'm finding people that really want to be done. Most people are like, I hate these sites. I'm taking a hiatus. I'm blocking my profile. I'm never doing it again.
2: What's the problem with something like a Match.com? Like, what's the problem there?
1: The problem with Match.com is that people aren't doing it correctly. That's the number one problem. You want me to they're explain ma- that? You're
2: not matchcom incorrectly, people.
1: You're not Match.com incorrectly. Okay, so let's
2: tell these people what to do crop properly. All right,
1: so if you want to have a successful experience on Match.com, first thing, number one, is you need a great profile. You can't have this negativity. You can't have things like, I want a guy that's honest and won't cheat. That tells us that you put up with somebody that was dishonest and cheated and we don't want to know that. That's not attractive to know the crap you put up with in the past.
2: So stay positive in your profile is what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah, and make it fun, quick and upbeat, and easy to respond to. If somebody reads your profile and it's like genuine down to earth fun person looking for a great match, they don't know what to they don't know what to say. So can
2: the Facebook Live people hear us?
1: Yeah, the Facebook Live people can hear us. Good. That's what they say. Yep, everyone can hear everything. So we're doing well. Perfect. The um and then beyond, and I do profiles. You know this. It's uh, fifty dollars for me to write your profile. So message me after the show if you want me to do that. The other thing is your pictures. I say this a lot. My be- favorite example: if you're if you own a pizza restaurant and you're about to advertise for people to come in and get your pizza tonight, you don't scroll through Facebook and look for some picture that someone posted of your pizza. You don't just have it on a messy table with dirty napkins or a piece missing or a cluttered background or kind of blurry. We don't do that. So on Match, you're selling yourself. You basically are saying to somebody why you should eat this pizza, why you should start a conversation and want to pursue a date with me. And in order to do that, just like the pizza shop would take a perfect pizza of the crispy crust and the bubbly cheese with a clean table and clear background... That's what your profile picture needs to be like. So for women, they need to pose in an attractive way that makes a guy look and go, wow, she looks cute.
2: You want your- so this is the jug handle pose. So it's it's one hand on the hip, right? I call that the jug handle.
1: Who's that? You want women to do that? No.
2: If you go on, the, on, on these things, the, the, the women are always posed like this. Women frequently pose like this.
1: I think that's okay. With
2: one hand on the hip. I call it the jug handle.
1: Okay. Well,
2: there's also there's also the kissy face where they're.
1: No, those are not allowed. Those are not allowed. Those
2: are generally like larger women. I won't say fat ladies because that's rude, but it's the larger ladies who are trying to look thinner and they go.
1: Really? Is that a way to look thinner? That does not help,
2: ladies. That does not help.
1: Here's what I say. You have to look the most attractive you can. And when I take people's profile photos, I have them pose in a way that looks most attractive. You can tell somebody's energy by the way they stand. In other words, if they're kind of hunched over and their head's hanging over or if they're standing really tall and they're laughing, like the energy is completely different and you need to be able to have somebody look at that and go, wow, she looks fun, happy, positive. Or he looks cool, confident, and down to earth. That's what resonates in your photos. And that's something you need to do. And I can take people's profile pictures. In fact, I'm going to Connecticut and Boston, and I'm in Richmond. I can take them in any of those states. But Or I can coach you on how to have a friend do it really quickly. But you cannot go look <laughs> in Facebook and then cut someone out. Jug
2: handle, ladies, jug handle.
1: Put a sticker over your kids' faces or, you know. Take the time to do it right. And the Do last men tip, have to
2: pose differently than women?
1: Yeah, obviously. How should, men, how should men pose? With confidence, laughing, happy. Pretend
0: like you're laughing. Tell yeah, yourself a yeah.
1: joke. Pretend like you're laughing. Tell yourself a joke. I make people laugh when I take their pictures because that's what people want to see is people that look like they're happy and laughing. But the third one, and there's a million I could do this. You need to have a coaching session if you need more help than this. But the last one that's a big one is stop complaining and bitching about the people that message you that you don't find attractive. You know what I'm saying, Eric?
2: No, I don't because I don't read these profiles. Because a
1: lot of people are going to write to you that are not people you would date. So if somebody writes to you that's 20 years younger than you, you don't need to be like, Eric, 20 years older than you. You don't need to be like, I can't believe this. What a fool. I'm getting such losers. You know what? Just chuckle, delete, and move on and focus on the people that you write to. If you want to do it right, do it. It works and we know it works because in the group, I'm going to ask you this. Give me a like right now. If you know anybody that's met somebody that they are in a happy relationship with, with somebody they met online and everybody knows someone. So how can we say that that doesn't work?
2: Well, I mean, it works in a lot of different places. I mean, there's bars. Absolutely. So what do you think is like in vogue now of the place to meet? Since nobody wants to meet online anymore, what's the place to meet? Speed oh, dating. On, just be real. Be real.
1: <laughs> Anywhere. It doesn't matter. It's all about you having the right attitude, losing the negativity. Stop convincing yourself that it's never going to work because the entire opposite gender so, is out to get uh, me. So let me give
2: you a scenario. I'm in the grocery store. I'm single. I'm in the grocery store. I see this hottie, no ring on her finger. Uh, meaning we're not married? Yeah, it um, is a scenario.
1: Okay, a single person is in the grocery store.
2: Yeah. So I'm single, I'm in the grocery store, I see this really good looking woman, no ring on the finger, what do I do?
1: Oh, you want to strike up a conversation with her. How? You have to have... Because this was
2: always my problem, is I would see like the most beautiful girl in the world and be like, Mleh. I'm not going to talk to her, she'll think I'm a creep. Right. So there's a limiting belief right there that so you don't think I'm a creep.
1: Yeah. First thing is thinks you're a creep. Second thing is you don't I'm walk like up to her. And this is the same with online dating. You should strike up a conversation online dating in the same way you would with somebody at a grocery store. So you don't walk up and go, wow, you look really pretty. And I think we have a lot in common. I bet we have a lot of the same interests. Would you like to go out? You can't do that. But you can find a way to if you see them. And say you're at, I know this sounds corny, you're at the fruit and the vegetables and you could pick up something and be like, I have no idea what this vegetable is. And if she thinks you're cute and interesting, she might laugh and be like, that is a, um, I don't know, what's a weird vegetable?
2: That's an arugula.
1: That's an arugula. Come on, guys, in the chat here on Facebook. Help me out. What's a really weird vegetable? You pick it up and
2: you go, lettuce.
1: what do you actually do with this vegetable? And if she thinks you're cute, she might go, I have no idea. Or she might say, you can make soup.
2: What if she says, well, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'll run. (laughs) There's a cucumber, sonny boy. Anyway. You
1: know what, if she does, then you're in, and you know she's funny. Yeah, I don't funny, know if you're she, in.
2: I don't know if you want to be in. She
1: shares your sense of humor. But mm. if you can strike up, if you're in an, in an aisle, and you're <laughs> looking at, I don't know, you're looking to buy sugar, and there's like eight different kinds, you'd be like, I'm trying to make cookies for this party. How do I know what kind of sugar to bake, to, sugar to buy. And she thinks you're cute, and you look interesting. She's going to go, oh, you're making cookies. What kind of cookies are you making? And then a conversation starts. If so what what
2: what about this? So a lot of people just drone. They just they go. They walk through the grocery store, um, uh, just oblivious to life, right? So she's walking down. What do you do? You make her run over your foot or something like that?
1: If she is oblivious to life, she's not interested. And what if
2: she's oh sorry, and then just keeps going? She's not interested. Not interested. Yeah,
1: she's not. You have so, to read the signs, and you have to you have to give off the sign. So I I always say to this to people at the gym, a lot of people have said, how do I meet someone at the gym? Don't get on the treadmill with your headset on and bury your eyes into uh, your phone and not look up. If you want to meet someone at the gym, get on the treadmill next to somebody and don't put your headset on. You know what's
2: sad? I don't wear a wedding ring and I go to the gym all the time and no one ever talks to me.
1: I get hit on at the gym. Well, you're a
2: woman. It's different.
1: It's very flattering. Somebody, I just had it the other day. He got on the treadmill next to me and he started talking to me about, I don't know if he was hitting on me, but he started talking to me about how quiet it was and how it's gonna pick up when the holidays come. And we had a conversation. If I were interested in him, I I could have followed up and said something and carried on the conversation. Mm-hmm. And where do you hang out? You well, know, how do you
2: know like he's not just being friendly? And now if you don't carry on the conversation, you're just not being friendly. People so much confusion generally,
1: generally are not just they might. But you have to be able to read the signs. If he's just being, because I had this once happen to me where a guy was just being friendly and he said to me, um, my wife is taking the Zumba class right now. He said it very quickly in our conversation. So I knew he was checking. We lived in the same neighborhood. We had kids the same age. We were chatting. and He was very quick to let me know that his wife was taking Zumba. And that Mm. was really nice. And honestly, it was his way of saying, I'm not hitting on you. I'm just being friendly. We live in the same neighborhood. We have kids the same age. And I want to have a conversation with you. That was it. I read the signs.
2: Good for you. Yeah. What if you're slightly autistic like me and you don't really understand what the signs are? Some people are tr- screwed.
1: No, you're not screwed. You just have to learn that. Some people are a little more challenged to learning what social cues are. And I coach a lot of people okay. that, that have different
0: you're experiences. Right. You're right.
1: But you can overcome anything. You're right. With a little more explanation for some people, for me, it comes really natural because I'm a real people person and that's what I'm great at. We all have different things that we're smart at, different things that we're great at and different things that we're good at. And me reading people and engaging in a conversation, I would have a really easy time picking someone up at the gym if I were single or in a restaurant. I know how to do right. it. I do this all the time with recruiting people to go speed dating. I just know how to engage in a conversation that gets it to that conversation and then boom.
2: Do we want to um, move on to another topic? Yeah, I'm going to kill Facebook
1: in a minute, but I want you to get to the first question and then I'm going to leave them with a cliffhanger. And if you want to follow us, you got to join the podcast. And at mm-hmm. the end, I will put a link to get to the podcast once we're done. But um, go ahead. I Reed. will
2: also be singing my favorite karaoke song. Oh, you're
1: supposed to do it for that. He's been singing it all morning. Anyone here listen to the last live video or the last podcast where Eric promised to sing his go to karaoke song? And yeah, it was, we did it in a live Facebook post and you guys had a million guesses as to What is karaoke song No one guessed, by the way. No one guessed it correctly. Give him a really good clue, Eric, before we uh, read the question and sign off. Well, I can try. (laughs) (laughs) That was a clue. (laughs) Will you sing it before we uh, sign out?
2: Well, I'll do it on the show.
1: All right. So you want to ask a question on the Facebook? Well, those
2: people can't hear. They can't hear the music or anything.
1: They can hear you. They don't. Yeah, need but they the music. can't. No,
2: you need the music. That's why we right. waited.
1: Give us the question, then we're signing off, and then to hear Eric sing, you're gonna close out the show with the whole song.
2: Not the whole song. That would be brutal.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's amazingly talented.
2: Okay, here is the question from some anonymous person on the Facebook page. I'll stop saying people's names because I don't know if they. Well, like
1: I that. have a question that private messaged me. She wants to be anonymous too, so we'll read <sighs> that too in a little bit.
2: All right, everyone's anonymous from now on. I don't want to take any crap for saying people's names. Got it. Well, you could just go on the Facebook group and see it anyway, yeah, but whatever. Jake sure. on All right. Facebook. <clears throat> Which is an open group, by the way. It's not blocked or locked or anything. Nope. Anybody can see anything. All right. So so this person asks, it's a man, I assume. Don't know how he identifies, but his name is a man. All right. So I have a dating question. I've been in emotionally dead. I've been in an emotionally dead marriage for at least two years. My wife kicked me out 3 months ago and we both agree that we want a divorce. I went to a mixer for separated and divorced people where I met a woman who told me that I had no right to be out having fun uh not having fun. That I should that I shouldn't be out enjoying myself until I am legally divorced. Thoughts question mark?
1: All right, first of all, don't my guess is he, ta- he's telling people that he's been kicked out recently. Hold on,
2: I gotta go back here. How do you get kicked out? How does that happen? Yeah, well. She says, get out. Mm-hmm. And then you turn it back. Just, guys, here's a little trick. You turn it back and go, what? No, you get out. You're the one who wants out. You leave. Yeah, it doesn't always work that way, honey. Well, yeah, he, who knows? Guys, stick up for yourselves a little bit. But
1: if you say that you, no, if you say that you are kicked out, <clears throat> you did something really bad. So don't Why use that he language. Why can't you say I left? Yeah, I know. So my gut feeling is that night out, he was saying to people, oh, yeah, my wife kicked me out. I've been separated. Don't tell people. No one has to know what your situation is. You're single. No one has to know. Do you remember when we met? Was I legally divorced? No. No. Did I care? No. No, if you're in a marriage and you've been cheated on and they leave you for someone else and move in immediately with them, there is no letting the paint dry, especially if it's been a dead marriage and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm free. I get to go out there and live my life. Of course you go out and live your life, but you don't go to a singles event and start telling people your situation. You got to put that on the back burner. Nobody needs to know what's going on.
2: Back burner. Okay, so. um... Don't talk
1: about it. All right. If somebody asks, just, yeah, well, we're going through a divorce, but um, it, it, it's moving along. When well, you I answer did... the
2: question on the Facebook Live, you're going to ditch them before we answer the question.
1: Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to ditch you guys now. And if you want to hear any more of the show, we are a couple more questions that are going to come up in a little while. One of them is about the woman on vacation who's newly dating someone who asked, asked her for a bathing suit selfie. And what's another one on there? The guy. I don't know.
2: Who... Don't give him the. That's good enough. Okay, go ahead. Tell them, tell them whatever you want to tell them. Go ahead. The
1: guy who is 5'4", and asking for <laughs> dating advice about that, and a few more other things, which I'm not sure what will come up. But we are signing off now. Hold and on.
2: So for, the, for those people on the Facebook, you can find us at... Um, we have a Patreon page, Patreon, patreon.com slash date doctor.
1: Okay, go to Patreon. Or you can go
2: on to the iTunes podcast directory and search for Datum or Ditchum, or you can go on any other Android podcast app and search Datum or Ditchum, and you can find the show.
1: Patreon.com backslash Date Doctor?
2: um, Forward slash.
1: I don't know which is which.
2: Well, the backward, back one goes like this. The forward one goes like that.
1: what I put here?
2: Use the top. Okay, think of it this way. Think of it this way. The top of the slash dictates... If it's a backslash or a forward slash.
1: Okay, so forward slash at the top. So if you're like this, if it
2: falls to the left, it's a backslash. If it falls to the right, it's a forward slash. I'm
1: dyslexic, so.
2: You're not dyslexic. If this doesn't
1: work, guys. If this doesn't work, Mm -hmm. just fix the slash. Can you see Mm -hmm. my Facebook? I think Mari's in here. or Helene just joined. Helene, can you fix that if it didn't work? (laughs) Is that it? That must be
2: it. No, it's wrong. It's
1: okay. All right, somebody fix it for me. We're signing off to finish watching the show. All right, bye, Follow Facebook us. people. Peace.
2: All right, so let's move on. And,
1: um Echo, what else you got, Eric?
2: All right. Well, I, did you did you answer this question fully?
1: Yeah, of course. you has the right to out... Go, out okay, yeah,
2: go out and have fun. Dude. Yeah, go and have fun, dude. All right. So hold on, it's a datum. So it's a. Yeah, you don't need a piece of
1: paper. One more thing on that. You don't need a piece of paper to tell you when you're divorced. I know people with the piece of paper, and they're still emotionally married to their ex. So it's all about where you are emotionally. But you should always be able to go out and have fun. Yeah, just
2: scoff at that lady and laugh at her to her face.
1: Yeah, what's her problem? That's one of those ladies that's like, I would never date a guy unless he's been divorced for three years. You know, People set these standards that are really ridiculous and unrealistic. Uh, Go. What else you got, Eric? All right.
2: I have uh, another male that is posted to the day stock date doctor. <coughs> okay. I have a couple issues that seem to be deal breakers and would like some honest opinions. I'm five foot four inches, only a few pounds overweight, and I'm a stone slash brick mason, and I work outside year-round. I worked for the same company for 16 years. I have lived all over. I moved to Connecticut 19 years ago from Oregon. This has been the worst state when it comes to meeting women and dating. If they get past my height, then my job kills it. At least this is the opinion I have come to. Not sure, but nothing else makes sense.
1: Oh, this poor guy. So funny enough, Eric, in in this I tagged Chuck Leopizio and uh, he started commenting and his wife gave it a like. And Remember him? Yeah, Chuck, he was a short course. guy. Great energy, confidence, good guy, married, beautiful girl that he met, speed right. dating. So the first thing is, your, um, y- his insecurity is so unattractive. If you click on this guy's Facebook, pay- po- Facebook page, guy is super talented. I mean, his work is just amazing. So first of all, women started clicking on it and seeing that, and they're like, wow, this guy's really talented. In fact, I'm not kidding you. I was getting private messages from people saying, I want to meet this guy. I'm like, come speed dating. So he would do so much better at a live event because the truth is when somebody sees 5'4 in writing on a profile, they're like, eh, that's too short. But when they're sitting across from you speed dating and they're like, wow, this guy is super cute and funny and has great energy and I can get past this because I like him. Get
2: past what? I don't the understand. height, the 5'4". I'm yeah.
1: just on the 5'4". The job has nothing to do with it. <clears throat> so what often happens, so I believe the 5'4 makes it challenging to date online. That's true. You're going to do better in person. But what often happens to people is they grab on to a pretend reason why they're still single they grab on to something that's easiest like oh must be my job his job is amazing people are totally impressed by that all right so he's
2: five four 154 and a half pounds
1: i don't know is that big no okay so he's um his biggest problem his worst enemy is his insecurity. Instead of being like, if they don't get past the job, how about I'm super talented. I do this great work. I love to do these projects. like, how about owning it and, and feeling proud of it? How about standing with good posture and pretending that you don't feel bad about the five four and just standing tall? Remember somebody once said that you were um, what did someone once say? It was at a funeral and they were like, Eric stood Six feet five, all by himself,
2: or something like. I don't even know what that means.
1: I don't know what it means either. But do you remember the neighbor said that? Yeah. At her dad's funeral, it means that you are so confident and your presence is so strong and so big that you actually appear to be so much bigger than you really are in a good way. So have that confidence. And focus on the great things about yourself. And uh, he is going to be speed dating. And he's probably going to do really well as long as he doesn't say, you don't want to deliver your job. Like I have people that will be like, I'm a mailman. Yeah. Or have someone else that might be like, I've been working for the Postal Service for 13 years. I love it. I have great benefits and flexibility. And it's, uh, it's great for me. You know what? Same job. Two totally different responses. Um,
2: um, so I guess my take on this thing. 5'4", I don't think that's really that big of a deal. That's not that short.
1: There's plenty of people that will date somebody 5'4".
2: That's not that short. Right. You're not overweight, really. You're 154 and a half. That's not really overweight.
1: He's um, obviously fit, considering the work he does. It's a lot of labor.
2: There's absolutely nothing wrong with being a a, a mason, stone brick a mason. No, totally cool. Um you know, when I was a kid, I almost when I, we took a class in high school, and and I was um, I selected bricklayer,
1: yeah,
2: as my profession. Wow, There's nothing wrong with that. Super high demand. Probably not in Connecticut though. So here's the problem with the women in Connecticut. They're a little whoa whoa
1: whoa. There's no okay. You say it, and then I'm gonna get on you for this. Go.
2: Okay. They're a little uppity. They um they think they deserve. Uh, a guy who makes a million dollars. Every Eric, one
1: of them. Eric, please, I can't let you go on because this is the stuff that makes me throw up in the Date Doctor group. <clears throat>
2: yeah,
1: I work and coach women I all see you throw up. the time. So, so. There may be... A few, a very few, gold digging. I want a guy that makes a million dollars. I've never, well, I met one. We used to mm-hmm. hang out with her when I first got divorced. Remember her? She's still single. She was all about, I need a guy that makes a do million dollars. When
2: we first got divorced. When we I first got divorced. divorced. Oh, okay.
1: When I first got divorced, I was hanging out with oh, a couple yeah. of girls. You know what I'm talking about? That mm-hmm. is the only woman that I know. Of all the women that I have coached and met that feel like, I want a guy that makes a million dollars, it's not real. If you're only attracting an uppity woman that only wants a guy that makes a million dollars, you have to find out why, A, you find that attractive and seek that out, and B, you have to figure out how you meet the other people. Because everybody I know, you know what they want? They want a down-to-earth, genuine, good, fun, real guy that has a decent career that he likes, not somebody that hates what he does. He needs to be able to financially support himself and be able to have a fun life. But no, I never wanted a million dollars when I met you. Well, you he were... probably
2: makes a pretty decent living. I'm sure he does. Right? So but the problem is, you get taxed so heavily in Connecticut that it just destroys whatever money you make. So my suggestion to you, um, is sir, move to Virginia. is just move out of Connecticut. <laughs> All right. I mean, I would get out,
0: to be honest with you.
1: All right. The last just...
2: one out, to shut the lights off down there in Stanford. So <laughs> there's a switch down there in Stanford to shut the lights off.
1: And join us here. We have plenty of events here, too. Eric, I have a question that was private messaged me like hot off the press, and I really want Go. your opinion of it. She wants to remain anonymous because she does believe um, – Somebody might know who she's talking about. I have a question. You are chatting with a guy that has not met you live yet, and you mentioned that you're on vacation in Florida, and he suggests, sorry, dog in the background. Ding, ding, ding. That's his bell, not a sound effect. He suggests I take a selfie in my bathing suit for him. I'm turned off. Do you think it's appropriate? What do you think? She's, they have never met.
2: Never met. Okay.
1: She's on vacation. Was people mm-hmm. in their forties. Yeah. Okay. And he says, "Can you take a selfie in a bathing suit and send it to me?" Okay. A. I don't <sighs> take selfies of myself ever. Not to mention in a bathing suit. I am fifty years old. Mm-hmm. I don't ever take. I mean, maybe once in a blue moon if I'm like I don't know, having a couple of drinks and being goofy with some friends. We. I I can't remember ever doing it though. No, I don't. I don't take selfies. And I'm sure not gonna take a selfie in a bathing suit and then send it and wait for you to be like, ew, hot, send me one of you topless. Now, I mean, where's that going? It's a dumb thing to say. And I, you know what I would do if someone said that?
2: You would stop communicating with them.
1: No, I wouldn't. Here's what I would do I would say, I would say, so far you were really cool and you just about ruined yourself with that stupid request. So
2: well, I will. Uh, okay.
1: I'll excuse it this time, but no more stupid things.
2: As an internet troll, which I am. A what? An internet troll. I thought you were going to say
1: intellectual. And I was like, <laughs> ew, who calls themselves an intellectual? Okay, but I didn't,
2: so let's move good. on. Good. Um, I, I would go online and I would search and I would find a picture of like the hottest girl I could find in a bathing suit. And I would send it to him and I'd go like, oh, how's that? How about the opposite? Oh.
1: I'd send like an elephant in a bikini, like an actual elephant. I'm mm. sure there is one.
2: That would be good, too. Yeah. All right, either troll is good. So that's what I would do. Yeah. Honestly, that's actually what I would do.
1: I think that would be funny. Okay. All right. Took care of that problem. Date him or
2: ditch him? No, I... Yes! Yeah. It's date him.
1: Here's what I think. That guy is trying to um, attract somebody that's more sexual and flirty. And when he discovers that this woman doesn't entertain that, he might suddenly be like, well, I kind of respect her wait a minute, this is kind of more interesting, and he might actually stick around and treat her differently than the, woman, the women that he's used to that would quickly send a picture. So you get to find out. Can you turn this guy around, or is it going to repel him? If not sending a picture repels him, all, all the better. You find See out you quickly. Buddy. Yeah, that's Good. it. I like all it.
2: Right. I like it. Thanks, Eric. All right. <clears throat> Next, what kind of uh, question? This is from another man. Question. What kinds of first messages seem to be the ones that stand out from the rest on the dating sites? Some of my friends get a barrage of messages on their profiles constantly, and they say it's overwhelming at times. I am, I'm not doing the online dating thing now. So as I guess I can say, asking for a friend.
1: You know what? First of all, your friends are not being bombarded with messages from women. I don't know if it that's true. Really happen. I
2: remember when I was first on match.com, my friend Dave was getting and he's a very ugly guy.
1: He was, was full get, of crap, Eric.
2: You think don't about, think he, he was going on dates. Think about the women. You're telling me he wasn't actually going think on those dates. Think about the women
1: that this guy would be willing to date. Would you be willing to date any of the <clears> women <throat> that he would have dated? Okay, fine. Okay. So First of all, you're, because somebody gets a lot of responses doesn't mean that those are responses that you would ever even consider. But it starts long before your introductory message. It starts with your profile. And if your profile pictures and your as much as people say no one reads the write up. Yes, they do. Of course they read the write up. They have to get past your pictures first. But if all you have is pictures and then you write something stupid. It doesn't matter how hot you are. They're like, this woman is nuts or this guy's a total jerk. They're not going to respond. They do read it. But it starts with that. I will answer the question, though. One quick open-ended question. And that's it. No. Like hi. what?
2: Give me an open-ended question. I will.
1: But let me say what you don't do. You don't say, hi, I really enjoyed reading your profile. I noticed we have a few things in common. Because you didn't enjoy reading the profile. You didn't. You were trying to find out if there's a connection and you want to have a conversation. Well, you should be totally honest.
2: I read, totally I honest. looked at your pictures. I was attracted by a few of them. Then I read your profile. It kind of dropped you down a couple points, but let's see where this goes.
1: That'd be wicked funny if you posted something like that. But a quick open-ended question. If they say that they love to watch football, I might say something like, um, uh, I don't watch football, so I just drew a blank, like Patriots or... uh, Buffalo Bills. Like, I might do a question that asks, like, who's ever playing that day? Like, ask them what team they like most. See, if you ask a quick question about something that somebody wants to talk about, they're more likely to answer it because it's quick and they can answer it. But if you have two paragraphs, they're going to look at that and go, oh, I'll read this later. And then they forget because they have three other people that message them with a quick, fun, open-ended question, and they're more interested in answering it. Does that make sense to you? Mm -hmm. I do Mm -hmm. it with coaching clients. Sometimes somebody will say, hey, I have a quick question, and they'll ask me something that I can answer in two seconds, and they get the answer. Someone else gives me three paragraphs. I'm like, nah, I'm not reading that until I get in the office and can sit down and think. So we respond more quickly to a quick question, especially if it's something about us that we want to answer.
2: Very good. Let's move along. Are you we ready? You got anything else in there? Let's yeah, do yeah, one more. One more.
1: Okay. This is
2: from, it's all men asking the questions in the day doctor group.
1: It's funny because the, the majority of my co- coaching clients, well, the woman was a bikini, so we're even.
2: That was not a question in the date doctor group.
1: I know. She private messaged me, which is okay too. Some people don't want it because see the day doctor my group is public. Was,
2: all the questions in the date doctor group are men, but okay.
1: Yes, you were correct. Are you
2: ready? I'm curious as to the opinions of others in the group and wish to generate a respect for respectful dialogue going. All right, you ready? Scenario. You recently started to see someone and everything is going great. Both of you have spoken on possibly making it quote unquote official and become an item. Your partner chooses to share with you something extremely personal. They have an Invisible disability. Okay. An invisible disability can be learning difficulties, mental health, chronic pain, among others. What are your first thoughts? Does it change your opinion of them? Do you still see yourself with this person?
1: Impossible to answer without knowing exactly what it is. But most people do have an invisible disability.
2: Hold on a second. Uh, I need to know this. Did the person say, I've got to tell you, I have an invisible disability?
1: I don't know. Yeah, that's like a new word. <laughs> that's like one of those new like um sensitive uh, you if know if that's
2: if that's the case. <laughs> you're getting ditched. Who says invisible disability?
1: <laughs> People do. That's one of the new you know <clears throat> how there's like a language that's like culturally sensitive. It's sensitive to the mental health population.
2: No, it's we not. call it an invisible disability. I don't think disability. it is it, 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 because it doesn't mean anything. What's an invisible disability? It's not invisible. So every every um, disability manifests itself in a way that others can see. At some point. Maybe not pain. Maybe, Maybe not, not initially.
1: Pain. Yeah. Maybe not initially. But so,
2: what's, what, what did it end up being? Did you look at him?
1: You can read some of the comments and I'll talk mm-hmm. while you look at that and see if you want to grab anything in there. But it's not rude or um, you're not a jerk. You're not insensitive if you're dating somebody that has a disability, invisible disability, that you just don't feel comfortable managing. So some people were cut to be able to do that. I know some people that are like, I'm dating a recovering alcoholic. I can do it just fine. I know some people that are like, no, I grew up with alcoholics. I'm not going to do it. It doesn't work for me. It's too stressful. Whatever it is, I cannot personally, myself, I could never date somebody with a mental illness because I have been exposed to mental illness way too much in my life, and I don't ever want to do it again. I know other people that are perfectly open to it, and if they're medicated or they're managing it well, then they then all the better. But we all have what we can cope with, and that's okay because we deserve to date somebody that makes us happy. There are things I could deal with. I could deal with somebody that, I don't know, What are some of the things I could deal with? I could probably, I don't know.
2: What if I only had one leg?
1: Yeah, sure. Of course.
2: What about no legs?
1: Maybe. I don't know.
2: What about no legs, no arms?
1: No, but it depends how you handle it. You know, it depends how you do it. If you have no legs and you skip around on crutches and you get around and you're happy and you're cool, like you have a friend where we were talking about this the other day. You have a friend that's in a wheelchair that has a gorgeous wife and kids and uh, he lives a
2: very he's, successful man,
1: very successful guy, and has never let that wheelchair define him. He's right. overcome it. He's yeah. also mm-hmm. smart and successful and good-looking and has all these things. So if you have a disability and you own it and you do well with it, but see, I'm a big fan now. I'll share this. Like, do I have an invisible disability because I have an autoimmune disease? Would that be an invisible disability?
2: Maybe. All right. So
1: so I manage my – and I was thinking about this when he posted this. So I have an autoimmune disease called Hashimoto's, and I manage it with diet and supplements. I don't take pills And I feel great as long as I don't accidentally eat like gluten, soy, dairy. As long as I don't accidentally put something in my body that's going to make me sick, I feel great all the time. Now, for years, I didn't. But once I got cured, once I discovered the cure for my body, that's what I did. So I don't tell people right away, I have an invisible disability, I have Hashimoto's, I can't eat gluten uh, Don't
2: don't ever tell anyone you have have an invisible invisible disability. But eventually... You can say, I have Hashimoto's. Okay, I know. but I have, about, an immune, I, I, have an, I have an autoimmune disease.
1: I get you don't like the word invisible disability. I got it. But I have... I'm sure we're going to get mail from people that, like, you know, really like... I order. don't have any mail. There's no mail. <laughs> so There's no
0: way to contact me. Sorry.
1: But I've had people... Like, we live in this neighborhood. We moved here a few years ago. Met a whole lot of new people. There are some people that, like, think it's kind of weird that I go to a party and I can't really eat unless I sort of bring my own tray of hummus and chips and I know, I know the ingredients. I don't like to ask for specific ingredients but if i were dating it'd be a little tricky i mean i'd have to pick the restaurant and when well, we went out to eat not too long ago with my parents i called the restaurant ahead of time and i found out what exactly i could order because i don't want pe- i don't want people to deal with the awkwardness of my but i think everybody has a disability not everybody a lot of people have something that's a challenge whether it's a disability or Something else that's going, some kind of stress, something else, some financial issue. I don't know what it is. You figure out what you can deal with, and you just have to be honest with yourself. If it doesn't work for you, don't feel badly.
2: Okay, let's ask. Let's, ask, let's actually answer the guy's question. So, what are your first thoughts? We gave th- our first thoughts. Okay. Next is, does it change your opinion of them? Well, yes, it has to, I think. It does it. Uh, yeah, well, a lot of people go, you're judging her. It's not judging.
1: Every day that you get to know somebody a little better, you add to what your opinion is of them. It changes. So, whatever it is. Of
2: course, yeah. Okay. Uh, Next, do you still see yourself with this person? Completely depends. I think we decided it completely depends on what the quote unquote invisible disability is and whether or not you can deal with it. Is that right? Yeah. That is right.
1: It really depends.
2: All right, what else you got there, date doc? So it's Yes. It's a date. Unless you can't deal with it. Right. Okay. All right. I guess this is the time that we've all been dreading.
1: Yeah, I just got a question sent to me. Oh. Uh privately, but I can't understand it. So let me read it and see if we can make out what it means. All right, I'm going to read it straight from here. Just private message me, which people do on Facebook. You can do that if you want to friend me, Jamie, J-A-I-M-Y Blazinski. Be lazy and ski is how you spell that. You can send me your questions and sometimes we'll put them on the show. But this one came and it says, Hi, Jamie, I don't think this will be in time for the podcast, but I have a question that I would like to ask anonymously. I went on a first date with someone I have known for a very long time. So there is a comfort level there. He told me that his dad died at 67, so he has 15 years left. (laughs) It caught
0: me off guard because I never thought I
1: would have to think about dating a guy who has a mental end date versus someone who is hoping to love as long as he can. Two of my girlfriends say their husbands talk the same way.
2: Um, okay, so you set a little bar. The guy set a little bar. So like my dad lived to, what do you say, 67? <laughs> yeah. So now I'm going to probably die at 67. All right, so he's got a little bar there. So it's a, um, is it an ETA or is it a time to beat? That's the question.
1: Eric, I have some very bad news
2: for you. Your mom died at something. 52. 52. You got two more years. I have two more make years. The most of it. Two,
1: what was it? I have two more years to love you. I don't know. I have two more years to love.
2: Uh, love the best you can or something. Yep.
1: Like that. Okay. To love as long as I can. I have to wait. Wouldn't yeah. that be awful? well,
2: I mean, you love as long as you can. Isn't that that's true of everybody?
1: You know what's scary is? I remember when my mother died, and I, I didn't think she was young, Um but I didn't realize she was as young. You know what I mean? I kind of thought, well, she was older. You know, I mean, not really old. It was too young to die. But it felt like it wasn't so young. But now that I'm hitting that age, I'm like, holy cow. My mother's life ended at 52. Suddenly it feels so young mm-hmm. and scary. I don't know. It's kind of a dumb thing to say. I, it's not a huge red flag if you the like guy, the guy. Uh,
2: is, is he, if he's obsessing about this, then yeah, okay, fine. But if it's just a thing he says in passing or he said in passing, come on. Yeah, you can laugh
1: about it. I, w- I would just make a joke about it and See, go, that's
2: ridiculous.
1: Unless every fa- every grandfather and great-grandfather died at 67. Then I
2: might be like, wow, that's a little weird because I'm a little spiritual There's like a thing that. that women do, which is hold on to a thing, right? And then just drill so deep. And a man has long forgotten it.
1: Yeah, that happens, but sometimes men do it too. I've sometimes. had men that have been like that too. But more typically, but let's, a woman... let y- You posted a great thing, or you sent me a... Facebook message I don't know if you can find it and it was really funny where the girl said something to the guy and her mind was racing for three days about what it meant and he's thinking "Oh, well, she said something like oh we've been dating for three months to the day and he's thinking Oh, that night I got an oil change I must be due for an oil change yeah. and she's thinking he didn't say anything oh my god what does this mean and she's got it all crazy and out of control <clears throat>
2: All right, we're 1,300 sec- seconds into this thing.
1: Okay, I had another topic, but I'm going to save another it. Another one? No, I'm going to save it for next week. Okay. Should, I give a ta- should I talk about what it is to keep them interested, Eric? Go. We were talking about... Um, Facebook, when people post Facebook posts about happy couples and they make their lives look so perfect and how this affects us and how do we deal with it and how much is real. And we're going to have a discussion about this. We were talking about this a little while ago and we'll have to get it in a next week's show along with whatever questions you post in the Date Doctor group. So if you enjoyed the show, please go to Facebook, search the Date Doctor, um, give us some comments. How can they comment on the show or like or follow? How do you they can get to go
2: on to the, well, you'll post, post the show to Facebook and just comment on the Facebook group. Yeah, or you can go to Patreon and comment on the Patreon page, too. Okay. Um, so do I have to sing the song?
1: Yes. Take the show out with Eric singing the song. Obviously. Oh, Good job remembering. This.
2: You know, there's... Uh, well, I've been dreading it for the last hour.
1: Really? Well, why'd you offer to do it then?
2: I don't know. It seemed like the right thing to do at the time. At the time, yeah. Uh, so what was I going to say about this? Something... Want
1: me to introduce remember. you?
2: No, it's okay. All right. So what is my favorite song? My, my favorite karaoke song? Go ahead. Tell the people. Do you know?
1: Macy Gray, mm-hmm. I try.
2: That's right. That's right. And here you go, people. <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. You are embarrassed. Why am I doing this? Like, can would I take I, if there were two, let's say, you let's say there were 2,000 people in an audience in front of me, would I do this in front of them? Probably not. But, but we have at least 2,000 people listening to the show. Go ahead. No, it's going to look dumb on there because you can't hear the music. I'm just posting
1: a picture of it. I just think it's funny. You were all red and embarrassed, and I want to catch a picture of you red and embarrassed. Go ahead, Eric.
2: All right. Should I start from the beginning? (laughs) I don't care. Just play
0: it.
2: Oh, it's too loud. It's too loud. There we go.
0: Games, changes, and fears. When will they go from here? When will they stop? I believe that faith has brought us here We should be together, babe But we're not I play it off, but I'm dreaming of you I keep my cool, but I'm meanin' I try to say goodbye, and I choke I try to walk away and I stumble No, I try to hide it, it's clear My world crumbles when you are not near Fine, I choke I try to walk away and I stumble No, I try to hide it, it's clear My world crumbles when you are not near I may appear to be free But I am just a Risen down Your love And I may seem alright Smile when you leave My smiles are
2: just a front Just a front
0: I play it off And I'm dreaming of you I keep my cool But I made it Say goodbye and I choke Try to walk away and not stumble Don't want to try to hide it It's clear My will thrumbles, but you are not you All
2: right, how's that, Jamie?
0: That
1: rocked, honey. That good enough? <laughs>
2: right.
1: Peace, everybody.
2: That's it. Done. Never have to do that again. Bye, everybody.